Welcome to Herexi Health. Today we will have an in-depth discussion about fatigue. The question of fatigue can mean different things to different folks. Uh, we will talk a little bit about what it means to feel tired, to be fatigued, or is it just a simple lack of energy. We will also dive into figuring out how common fatigue is in our general population. Is it just an issue with all of us just getting older? Is it the stress? Or do we have something that's more serious that we should be concerned about? Possibly an infection? Do I need to be concerned about potential heart or lung problems or even COVID? Or is this something related to hormonal or nutritional imbalance? I am Dr. Kerhong, Horexi Health's Chief Health Correspondent. This is your health. Be strong, be well. To figure out what we may be able to help to alleviate our fatigue or daytime low energy, we need to first dive into the evaluation of all the potential causes and triggers. Before we start, we need to first define what fatigue really means. For some folks, it could really just be a sense of being tired. Uh, it could be fatigue in the morning. It could be feeling tired in the afternoon or even after a meal. It could be physical exhaustion or it could be mental exhaustion. Uh, for some people, it could be a combination of both. Uh, others can define also fatigue as feeling generalized weakness or just a bit change in the ability to complete simple daily tasks that we all take for granted. It is important to check with your doctor or your other healthcare providers about your symptoms, particularly if your fatigue is getting worse. If you also are experiencing symptoms such as fever, chills, muscle aches or pains, or other type of systemic issues, your healthcare provider may need to run additional tests based on your specific presentation. Now, some of the most common causes of low energy may be directly related to any recent lifestyle changes. Uh, particularly during the home quarantine uh, over the past few months due to COVID. Uh, the lack of exercise can certainly lead to physical deconditioning, which can definitely impact your energy level. If you also notice any type of weight gain or increased stress or anxiety related to COVID, uh, this can also take its toll on your body's ability to deal with stress as well as daily activities. Now, some of the other common causes of fatigue may be related to poor diet. Uh, one of the most common thing we will hear from patients uh, particularly those consuming higher caloric meals or meals that may be higher in fat content uh, is postprandial or post-meal fatigue. Uh, in diabetic patients, one of the common things we may hear is quote-unquote something called food coma or post-meal sleepiness, and it is a real thing. Uh, the sleepiness can last for a couple of hours after a meal and sometimes could be associated even with abdominal bloating. Now, the exact cause of this phenomenon, unfortunately, is unclear. However, it's hypothesized that it may be related to activation of a particular component of our nervous system called the parasympathetic nervous system, which can shift the blood flow from the brain to the GI tract after meal. Now, this post-meal fatigue may further be worsened uh, by uh, some of the changes in gut hormones, such as one called the CCK, which is exacerbated after a high calorie or high fat meal. Now, another common cause of fatigue is basically suboptimal sleep. Uh, whether you're not getting enough sleep or getting high quality sleep uh, or not allowing your body to be able to rest properly and rejuvenate, this can not only be uh, 
impactful for sleep, but also potentially be detrimental uh, to your health. Uh, this doesn't just affect your energy level. Uh, there are actually quite a number of studies showing that poor sleep can be associated with weight gain, increased risk for heart disease, as well as poor sugar control. Now, for some of you where the drop in energy level is relatively recent, another possibility to consider is any potential changes either in your medication, uh, dosing of your medication, or any recently added supplements such as vitamins or minerals. Uh, for instance, uh, during the cold or allergy season, some of the over-the-counter cough medicine or antihistamines can cause fatigue. Even some of the blood pressure medications such as beta blockers and even some of the diabetes medication can impact your energy level. It is always important to keep your medication list current and review them regularly with your doctors. Now, there are numerous other medical conditions that can present with worsening fatigue or exhaustion. Uh, this can be a pretty extensive list, but some of the common examples include, for instance, in diabetic patients, we always need to be worried about any potential recent changes in fluctuation of your blood sugar. Uh, both low as well as high blood sugar can affect how you feel as well as your energy level. Uh, another common cause of fatigue could be due to anemia. Uh, for some patients, this could be due to low iron level, and this is particularly common sometimes we see in uh, women with heavy menstrual periods. And even if you're not anemic, you may still have nutritional deficiencies such as low iron level or low vitamin B12 level or low folic acid level, which can absolutely contribute to your low energy. Now, in patients with long-term diabetes, uh, particularly those with associated kidney disease, uh, sometimes uh, the advanced kidney disease as well as anemia associated with kidney disease can trigger fatigue. Uh, this is particularly seen in patients who may be on dialysis. Now in patients with chronic lung disease such as those with COPD or emphysema, uh, particularly in smokers, uh, definitely the lack of oxygenation uh, or oxygen exchange can trigger fatigue. Similarly, patients with heart disease, such as those with advanced coronary heart disease or even congestive heart failure, uh, again, the lack of uh, circulatory oxygen to all the necessary organs and tissues can trigger symptoms of fatigue. Now, one common cause of fatigue, which a lot of patients may not feel comfortable talking about, is related to depression or anxiety. Uh, definitely one of the most common symptoms when people are feeling depressed is early signs of fatigue. Uh, this is, should always be addressed with your doctors as treatment uh, for the depression and anxiety can alleviate the sensation of low energy. Now, thyroid problems are very common and this can also present with fatigue, both either too high or too low of a level of your thyroid. Uh, in postmenopausal women, and definitely in men over the age of 45 to 50, low testosterone levels can also uh, present with fatigue. So any type of hormonal changes that's associated with aging absolutely can cause sensation of being fatigued, particularly even if you are getting adequate amount of sleep. Now, some of the other health conditions to consider includes uh, diseases such as sleep apnea, particularly if this is associated with any type of recent weight gain. Uh, seasonal allergies with congestion can also cause fatigue. 
Uh, one big one definitely we need to prioritize, uh, particularly if you have other symptoms such as fevers or chills, would be any type of recent infection. Uh, and even post uh, and past infections such as those who may have experienced mono before, uh, this can actually lead to potential chronic fatigue. Now, in some severe cases, uh, particularly where the viral, the bacterial illnesses are not resolving properly, it is absolutely crucial to talk to your doctor to make sure that you're on the right treatment plan. Now, in patients with rheumatologic diseases or those with autoimmune issues, uh, such as multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, or even fibromyalgia, Unfortunately, fatigue is a common symptom. Now, even the medications sometimes that are used to treat these diseases, uh, the side effect profile can be fatigue. Now, if you've been diagnosed basically also with uh, recent uh, COVID-19, uh, the post-viral syndrome fatigue is a real thing. And unfortunately, that can actually last for a couple of weeks to a couple of months. As always, it is important to check with your doctor right away if you are uh, having concerning symptoms such as associated shortness of breath, chest pain, any type of palpitations, fevers, chills, or abdominal discomfort that is uh, present with your fatigue. Uh, your doctor may need to obtain additional labs or radiologic studies or even update your cancer screening intervention to make sure that the fatigue is not something that's potentially more serious. Now the million dollar question, what can you do? If you are a diabetic patient with recent big changes in your blood sugar, it is useful to determine if there are dietary lifestyle factors which may influence your glycemic control as well as your energy level. Uh, for instance, if you actually see a big drop in your blood sugar level after a meal which triggers your fatigue, uh, changes in your diabetes medication may be necessary. Similarly, if we see a big spike in your blood sugar after a high fat or high caloric meal, we may need to modify some of your dietary intake, particularly some of the macronutrient partitioning to make sure that we don't see these big uh, spikes in your blood sugar. Uh, it is also important to see whether or not fatigue is just a sensation or it is causing significant uh, impact on your ability to accomplish uh, daily activities uh, such as your work, your ability to participate in social and family activities. Uh, with appropriate medical workup, uh, treating the underlying health conditions, this should always be a top priority. One of the biggest mistakes I think a lot of patients make is they just attribute their fatigue to being just part of getting older. Uh, and I do think by being able to come up with a proper diagnosis, potentially we may have good intervention to get you more energy and get rid of the fatigue. Now, what are some things that you can do right away? Uh, I think one of the most important one is to develop better sleep hygiene and get enough sleep. First and foremost, uh, if you are uh, consuming too much alcohol or caffeine, this can definitely affect your sleep cycle. Uh, be mindful of your intake of these items, uh, particularly if you are already struggling with your sleep. Uh, sleep hygiene is also really, really important. Uh, and some of these includes avoiding long naps, uh, try to sleep at the same time daily, keep your rooms dark, cool and quiet, and avoid looking at devices that give off light, uh, such as phones, ebooks, or even computer right before bedtime. Uh, we also try to encourage uh, regular exercise, but avoid potential strenuous exercises right before bedtime. Uh, some other suggestions include relaxation therapy, such as meditation, and definitely avoid heavy solving uh, problems which may cause anxiety or stress 
right before bedtime. Now, as for some of the dietary advice that may help to minimize fatigue or improve your energy, number one probably on the list would be to eat smaller meals that are more frequent. Make sure you get an adequate nutrient-dense breakfast. Uh, as always, it's really, really important to make sure that you're able to maintain your weight and definitely eat the type of food that may also be heart healthy. And this is, includes basically avoidance of high fat as well as high processed carbohydrate meals. Now, some of the other food ideas as well as snacks that can potentially improve your energy while keeping your optimal weight and sugar control includes the following. Definitely, we love foods that are uh, high in antioxidant and pack a powerful punch of energy. Uh, some of these things include uh, food that may be high in B vitamins, uh, such as niacin, folic acid, as well as vitamin B6. My favorite list of snacks or even uh, items that you can include as part of your meals includes uh, things such as sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, pistachios, chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, as well as almonds. Uh, make sure you avoid brands or preparations that may be higher in salt. Make sure you also drink a lot of fluid. Dehydration itself sometimes can also present with fatigue, uh, particularly during the summer month. Uh, it is always a wonderful idea to start off the day with one to two glasses first thing in the morning. Remember, it's an easy way to replenish your uh, fluid uh, basically throughout the day. Now, some of the other food that may also pack a full energy, uh, which can also be highly nutrient dense and good for you, includes foods such as avocados, uh, fish, soybeans, spinach, natural yogurt, green tea, eggs, lentil, as well as in quinoa. In the next couple of podcasts, we will dive into the nutrient value of each food and how they can also be very heart healthy for you. As always, if you have any questions, we would love to hear back from you. Please email us at suggestions at Remember, this is your health. Be strong, be well. Thanks for listening.